Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Ditch the clowns on the left. And the jokers on the right. And join Michael Smirkanish right here in the middle. This is the Smirkanish podcast for independent minds. Hello, hello. Hey, it is June 1, ladies and gentlemen. It is June 1, and that has great legal and political significance. Not necessarily this day, the 1st of June, but this month of June of 2022 is going to be historic and significant for political purposes. And I'm sure the sophisticated POTUS audience already knows to what I am referring in the legal realm. Actually, there are five or six legal things that I want to tell you. I'll begin with the one that people are most interested in. Johnny is still overseas, and apparently Kate Moss has now joined him. Headline, back together again, Johnny Depp parties backstage with ex-girlfriend Kate Moss after performing with (laughs) Jeff Beck in London. My mother wanted to know yesterday, because I think she's now transfixed by the Amber Heard-Johnny Depp case. Yes. Where's Where's Johnny? Oh. Mom wanted to know of me, where's Johnny? Because she's looking at Amber Heard waiting for the verdict. And I said, Mom, I, I know what this is all about. Amber Heard is sticking around because... Johnny Depp not being there in the event there's a question from the jury, and there was yesterday, then the jury comes back in, they see her sitting there, you know, school marmish. No, absolutely do not have to be there. And Johnny, who's the the plaintiff, I mean, he's also a defendant because she countersued him. But what Amber is trying to bank on is that the jury will say, Oh, Johnny Depp doesn't even care about this. Right. He doesn't even care. Like, where's John? Johnny's partying with Kate because I guess Kate providing that testimony last week, which was supportive of Johnny. Like, no, he didn't beat me or throw me down the stairs. Johnny must have said, like, come on over here to the UK because it's She's the diamond. From it's the, the UK. It's the Platinum Jubilee. Oh, my God. But with TC, You're she was confusing all of your stories. I'm not confusing any of them. She was not in the UK. She's when, an international woman of mystery. She was not in the UK when she supplied that video Where testimony last week. I think she was on an island somewhere. Right, exactly. Like well, not not on the island, not on not on but my glorious is, England. She's a supermodel. They travel like crazy. They're like right. they're, they fly all over the place. He's playing guitar with Jeff Beck. So now has the tide turned, and now everyone's for Amber Heard? Because I thought no one was for Amber um, Heard. I I recommend that you read today at Smirconish.com the excellent essay by one Monica Lewinsky from Vanity Fair who says, shame on all of us for being so caught up in it. And I'm I'm sure there's there's truth in what she's saying. So that is that is legal. Yeah, here's what she says. The obsessive chatter around the Depp Heard trial is just one small example of the ever expanding, ever demanding search for schadenfreude and titillation, no matter whom the jury verdict favors, be it defendant heard or plain 
plaintiff Depp, we are guilty. We, bold-faced, wow. we are, are guilty. Coming and from someone who knows. I'm, I am absolutely convinced of only one thing, and that is that his career is not going to suffer. That his career is not going to suffer despite all of the ugliness. Whether he beat her or not, it's ugly, and I don't think it's going to harm him at all. Perhaps Kate Moss and Johnny Depp will be on the platform in lieu of uh, Megan and uh, Prince Andrew, both of whom have been given the boot for the Platinum Jubilee. And it's who- not that they've been given the boot. Just the senior royals are up there to decrease the drama from the likes of you. And who could blame Granny for not wanting either of them standing at her side? Wow. Okay, that's legal. Wow. That is legal. Don't stop me now. I'm on a roll. <sighs> that is legal headline number one. This is the Smirconish Podcast from Sirius XM. Hey, the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails, and with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers and with available features like the panoramic moonroof. You can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. Visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Quick math, the less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform and one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required accessed from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. You improve efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move, so do the math and see how you'll profit with NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to netsuite.com slash smirconish, netsuite.com slash smirconish, netsuite.com slash smirconish. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Listen to Michael live weekdays on POTUS. Sirius XM Channel 124 and on the SXM app. Headline number two, uh, Josh Gerstein's coverage from Politico. I really liked Sussman acquitted. The first courtroom test for special counsel John Durham ended in defeat when a federal jury found a Democratic attorney not guilty of making a false statement to the FBI related to allegations of a computer link between Donald Trump and Russia. I have to say this seemed like 
such a straightforward case. I mean, the case here was that Sussman, a lawyer at a firm tied to Democratic politics, that he lied when he allegedly denied that he was acting on behalf of any client when he alerted the FBI to this claim that a secret server linked Trump and a Moscow bank. And of course, people like me are saying if Durham couldn't get Sussman for that that single felony charge that he lied to the FBI, then what, if anything, is Durham going to have to show for his entire investigation when all is said and done? Okay, let me talk instead now. Headline number three about the Supreme Court of the United States. Headline number three is simply me saying it's June. Today's the first of June. And when at the outset of the program, I told you that you should immediately have been thinking in terms of Roe versus Wade. Because this is the month where the decision is coming before they break for summer, they being the Supreme Court of the United States, they are going to release. They are going to release a decision pertaining to Roe versus Wade. We all saw the first draft. You know, frankly, when I think about it, you know who owns the day in terms of of news today? Justice Alito. Justice Alito owns the day for three reasons. Reason number one is that he's the author of the draft opinion, the very first version that was circulated. I want to say February 28. I'm doing this part all from memory. I believe that the case was argued on December 2nd. And then the first circulated opinion is the one that was released. Did they all hold firm where they were? We think they probably did, because if they didn't, perhaps it would have been a subsequent version of the Roe versus Wade overturning that would have been released. But uh, we expect that it will be a Justice Alito authored opinion that is released from the Supreme Court this month that overturns Roe versus Wade. There, I, I said it correctly. Joan Biskupic, writing at CNN today, has a really interesting story pertaining to Roe versus Wade, where the lead says this. Supreme Court officials are escalating their search for the source of the leaked draft opinion that would overturn Roe versus Wade, taking steps to review law clerks to provide cell phone records and sign affidavits. Three sources with knowledge of the effort told CNN. And unsurprisingly, now you've got clerks of the Supreme Court of the United States contemplating whether they should be lawyered up, whether they should be lawyered up because the investigation continues. Such is the seriousness of the of of the the breach of protocol and ethics and privacy. Probably not a crime, though. Will they find the person? I think they probably will. Yeah, now, now, how about well, I'll, I'll answer your question. Let me dodge slightly and mm. say, will we ever learn? You said, will they find the question I'd rather answer is, will we ever learn the source of the leak? I think the answer to that is yes. I don't know if it will be by virtue of this investigation or whether later somebody writes a book or is otherwise outed. I mean, because obviously I, I just whoever don't know. leaked it is still working in the Supreme Court. Because they couldn't have left because that would have been obvious. You would think so. You would you would think so. But I just don't know. I don't know either. I I I just am fascinated by it. Okay, headline number. So that was Alito number one. Alito number one is it's June. Roe versus Wade, we believe, will be overturned this month. This is the Smirconish podcast from Sirius XM. 
Hey, the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails, and with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers and with available features like the panoramic moonroof. You can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. Visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Quick math, the less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform and one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required accessed from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. You improve efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move, so do the math and see how you'll profit with NetSuite. Now through April 15th, NetSuite is offering a one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Head to netsuite.com slash smirconish, netsuite.com slash smirconish, netsuite.com slash smirconish. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Listen to Michael live weekdays on POTUS, Sirius XM channel 124 and on the SXM app. Alito headline number two, and this is legal headline number five, pertains to the U.S. Senate race still undecided in Pennsylvania, which could theoretically determine the balance of power for the entire United States Senate. I would voice it this way. I'd rather be Oz than McCormick. At different times, I have felt differently as to which of the top two Republican contenders I'd rather be because it seemed like McCormick was benefiting from the mail-in ballots and could close the gap on the thousand votes that separate he and Oz. I want to tell you that 1.3 million were cast. Fact check me on that. But the the margin is roughly a thousand. Okay. So why do I why do I tether this? Why do I tie this to Justice Alito for the for the following reason? The coverage from the Philadelphia Inquirer. The U.S. Supreme Court has pressed pause on the ongoing debate over whether to count undated mail ballots, issuing an emergency stay Tuesday while it decides whether to hear an appeal on the issue. The two-sentence order issued by Justice Samuel A. Alito, Jr., 
who oversees matters for the court arising from Pennsylvania, injected a new level of uncertainty in a dispute that has roiled the razor's edge Senate primary campaign between David McCormick and Mehmet Oz. The order was filed without explanation for the justice's decision hours after a lengthy hearing before the Pennsylvania Commonwealth Court on McCormick campaign's bid to have such ballot, which arrived on time but are missing the required handwritten date, counted in the race. All right, let me let me decipher. Let me decipher. In Pennsylvania, perhaps like your state, if you're voting by mail-in ballot, and we only in the last cycle allowed, began allowing absentee balloting without cause. It used to be that if you were going to vote absentee, this was always like the bane of my existence. If you were going to vote absentee, you needed to, you needed to be out of the jurisdiction on election day. We didn't have mail-in balloting. Now we do. The Pennsylvania rules are that you fill out your ballot, stick it in a secrecy envelope, put the secrecy envelope inside a larger envelope, date it, sign it, mail it. What's at issue here are ballots that were received without a date, a date, a date signed by the voter. I got to make something crystal clear. These ballots were all received on time. There's not an issue here as to whether you voted in proper sequence and your ballot was received. You didn't date it. So in Pennsylvania, heretofore, that ballot has been rejected. Okay? The Third Circuit Court of Appeals, which is the federal appellate-level court which sits in Philadelphia, recently held, within the last two weeks, in an unrelated case... Hey, wait a minute, Pennsylvania. Just because someone didn't date it, if you know it came in on time, you ought to count it. So immediately, Dave McCormick says the same thinking ought to apply right now to the Senate race. Dr. Oz, who doesn't want to see his lead evaporate, he, he like wants it to end now, said, no, 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 no. That doesn't apply. That's not binding. So that's why it now goes to the Supreme Court and Alito has put a pause on applying the Third Circuit standard of counting those ballots. It's still up in the air is the point. But again, it was Justice Alito who made or who signed that order. And, and now let me tell, take you to legal headline number six, Alito headline number three. And the one that I most want to talk about. Okay, today's survey question at Smirconish.com asks, should social media platforms like Facebook and Twitter be permitted to remove posts based on viewpoints they express? Okay, it's the Texas law and what Justice Alito wrote about it yesterday that is the focus of today's survey question. How, how would I explain this? I think I would explain it as follows. You've noticed, of course, that Elon Musk's purchase of Twitter, should it continue, but you know, up until now, gets cheered on the right. Conservatives, Fox News in particular, are cheering on Elon Musk. They want Musk to be the owner of Twitter. Why? Well, because they view him as a kindred spirit, even though his politics 
have been very independent in the past. They view him. How about if I say it this way? They view him as a hell of a lot better than Jack Dorsey, a hell of a lot better than the status quo, because conservatives believe that the left controls big media platforms. And what do they point to in terms of the way they think that social media platforms have been biased against conservatives? They point to Hunter Biden's laptop. And the way that the New York Post revelations about the laptop in the 11th hour of the campaign were squelched, were censured. They point to Donald Trump being banned from social media platforms. And they say, you know, this is censorship. This is ideological censorship. So along come a number of states, most notably Texas, Texas passed a law intended to stop so-called political censorship. The Texas law, if implemented, would allow the attorney general, the attorney general in Texas, to sue the, uh, the, the, the giants among the social media platforms if they removed certain conduct. So this is what now went to the Supreme Court of the United States. And yesterday there was a five to four decision where the Supreme Court stopped the implementation of the law. And what's getting a lot of attention is that the four, the five to four, the the losing side included just, again, the Supreme Court stopped Texas law. So those that were looking to not stop Texas law, although this this is not a final opinion for reasons I'll explain, but the four in the minority consisted of Alito, Thomas, and Gorsuch, and Elena Kagan. And it was Justice Alito who, in an eight-page an eight-page opinion, wrote for the minority viewpoint. It, it all comes back to, you know, the 26 words that Al Gore wrote when he founded the Internet. I'm kidding about the Al Gore part, but truly the 26 words that comprise Section 230. You remember Jeff Kossop? Jeff Kossoff is the uh, the guy who literally wrote a whole book on the subject and has been a guest on on this program several times over. In fact, TC, his book should be a book club release of mine for sure. If we've if we've not done that, I don't think we have the podcast. Here are the twenty six words you need to know this as you think about today's survey question and the issue that I'm attempting to frame. No provider or user of an interactive computer service shall be treated as the publisher or speaker of any information provided by another information content provider. No provider or user of an interactive computer service shall be treated as the publisher or speaker of any information provided by another information content provider. You know, if you listen to me on a regular basis, how I try and sum this up, I say, this is the Congress saying to a social media platform, we're not going to treat you like you're a cable outlet or a newspaper. We're not going to treat you like you're an editor. We're not going to allow you to be sued for defamation. Instead, we're going to treat you like a telephone line, probably a dated reference on my part. But, you know, we we don't allow the phone company to be sued for the words that cross the transom that they're providing. You know, given a choice... For these social media platforms, think Facebook, think Twitter. Should they be treated more like a newspaper or a telephone line? Congress said telephone line because you don't edit content. 
And I've long said, look out social media, because the more that you look like a newspaper or a cable outlet because you are editing, the more you are contrary to Section 230, the 26 words. So with all of that in mind, with all of that in mind, here comes today's story. I'll go with Amy Howe from SCOTUS blog because that's what I posted at Smirconish.com. She explains it this way. The Supreme Court on Tuesday sided with the technology industry and blocked a controversial Texas law that bars large social media platforms like Facebook and Twitter from removing posts based on the viewpoints they express. The justices divided 5-4 in an ideologically scrambled vote. Three of the court's conservatives, Roberts, Kavanaugh, Coney Barrett, joined two liberals, Breyer and Sotomayor, in putting the law on hold while lower courts continue to assess technology companies' constitutional challenge to the law. The other three conservatives, Thomas Alito, Gorsuch, and one liberal, Kagan, dissented. The majority did not explain the reasoning behind its brief order. Alito wrote a six-page dissent, I think I said eight, six-page dissent arguing that the court's intervention to block the law is premature. Thomas and Gorsuch joined in that dissent. Kagan did not join Alito's opinion, but she separately indicated that she, too, would have allowed the law to take effect. She did not elaborate on her thinking. So that's the way that SCOTUS blog sums it up through Amy Howe. I have the Alito six-page opinion in front of me. I found it interesting. So Alito, I'm just going to skip around here and and, and wrap this up, but I want to give you some of Alito's thinking. Again, this is the dissent. This is not a final like Supreme Court opinion. They sent this back to the lower courts. The decision here was whether they were going to allow the Texas law to be immediately enforced, and they're not. But they, they, they want more information. You need to know that up front. Uh, Alito, quote, Section 4 of House Bill 20 prohibits these platforms from, quote, censoring users based on viewpoint and requires platforms to disclose certain information about their business practices, including an acceptable use policy and a biannual transparency report. It's the first of these that's really at issue. You know, should these platforms... Should these platforms be prohibited from censoring users based on viewpoint? Again, from Alito, it is not at all obvious how our existing precedents, which predate the age of the Internet, should apply to a large social media company. But Texas argues that its law is permissible under our case law. Texas contends that. This law does not require social media platforms to host any particular message, but only to refrain from discrimination against a user's speech on the basis of viewpoint. See, this is each side laying claim to the First Amendment, even though they're private. And it's technically not a First Amendment case, but each side is saying free speech, free speech. Let me read that again. Texas argues that its law is permissible under our case law. They say that it does not require social media platforms to host any particular message, but only to refrain from discriminating. Hey, you don't have to host anything. You don't have, we're not telling you who you need to put up. We're telling you who you can't take down. Glass half empty, glass half full. Texas argues that the law applies only to platforms that hold themselves out as open to the public, Alito, further along, 
The bill is the House Bill 20, limited to companies with 50 million active users in the United States. Texas argues that the law applies to only those entities that possess some measure of common carrier-like market power and that this power gives them an opportunity to shut out disfavored speakers. And he concludes by saying, I reiterate, this is Justice Alito, I reiterate that I have not formed a definitive view on the novel legal questions that arise from Texas's decision to address the changing social and economic conditions it perceives. But precisely because of that, I'm not comfortable intervening at this point in the proceedings. Okay, what I'm trying to say is, and many of you may disagree with this, it's now June 1. The month has arrived where Roe versus Wade presumably is about to be overturned. I would suggest to you that as significant to our lives as the all-important Roe versus Wade decision will be the final outcome in this case. You can't you can't take for granted that because the court split with this very odd lineup 5-4 You can't take for granted that this is the way that it would ultimately be decided, but it certainly is suggestive of the mixed feelings of the court on the issue of whether social media platforms should be permitted to remove posts based on the viewpoints they express. And we don't know the final outcome. All we know now is that Texas sought to preclude Facebook, sought to preclude Twitter from censorship. That would be their word, right, from censoring. And the Supreme Court says, not so fast. This is, to quote Justice Alito, this is novel. Uh, Hang on, we're not so sure. A 5-4 decision said, no, Texas, you can't can't enforce that law. Four of the justices would have let it happen, including Alito, who says, it's novel and I don't have it figured out, but I wouldn't have stopped it. I wouldn't have stopped it. More consequential... Then Roe versus Wade, in our daily lives, many of us, is going to be the outcome of this Texas case, at least according to me. And that is why it is today's survey question at Smirconish.com. For the fifth time, should social media platforms like Facebook and Twitter be permitted to remove posts based on the viewpoints they express. Hear more of Michael Smirconish on Sirius XM's POTUS, Channel 124. Live weekdays from 9 a.m. to noon east or anytime on the SXM app. Connect with Michael on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and at Smirconish.com. Michael Smirconish for Independent Minds. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. You might be right. It's simple, but something you almost never hear in politics today with each side more concerned about scoring political points than solving problems. I'm Bill Haslam, a Republican. And I'm Phil Bredesen, a Democrat. We're former Tennessee governors, and we invite you to listen to our podcast, You Might Be Right. Join us and guests like Al Gore, Paul Ryan, Judy Woodruff, as we take on important issues facing our country. Listen and subscribe to You Might Be Right, 
a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee.